Welcome to another edition of the Sailing Doodles podcast. This is episode number eight, and today we are talking about... Cruising the Bahamas. Cruising the Bahamas. This is uh, the first in a series of three or four uh, episodes that we're going to do. Basically, we're going to cover different cruising grounds that you can go over that we've actually been to and cruised. So, Therefore, you know, we know. Yeah, there we know. I mean, we don't know oh, everything. Our though. experience. Our whatever. experience on it, basically, and, and hopefully gives you a little uh, insight on what it's like to cruise there and makes your decision on where you want to cruise. So hopefully this helps. I think it's a great idea. All right, so for that, let's kick this off. And there we go. All right. So we want to thank, uh, thank Gulf Charters Thailand. Uh, they're kind of the ones that uh, manage our boat and gave us the opportunity to do this. You can gulfchartersthailand.com. Uh, they have all kinds of boats there you can do. And Islet Spear Catamarans, they're the ones that actually own our boat. So we want to thank the guys from that. They just came out with their Island Spirit 41. The first one rolled off the assembly line in November, I believe. I don't even think they have it on their website yet. But. Ooh. And, of course, you guys, the patrons that make this happen, uh, patreon.com slash sailingdoodles. You can sponsor our videos and the podcast and everything for a dollar a week or, or, or more if you'd like. Yep. But it's a, I mean, it's, you know, we do, so how many, what do we do? We do two videos a week. A podcast, and then of course uh, live, live chats. chats. We just did one of those, so it's a lot yeah. of fun. And of course, if you haven't checked out our YouTube, please do that. We're Sailing Doodles on YouTube. That's how we got started. We have sixty-eight episodes out now. Yeah. All right. So the Bahamas are some of the best cruising grounds in the world. Um, they really are. They're beautiful. How many times have you been there? I've been there, I think, three times. Yeah. That did you spend a lot of time there each time, or were you sailing around? What were you doing? Um. Well, I was on. Uh, like a 150 foot yacht we went from one end to the other you, our crew on that no oh you were just, yeah, spoiled on that wow yeah, yeah i was gonna spoiled. say geez so okay. like we got on that because whoever put down the deposit mm-hmm. ended up flaking at the last minute okay. so the owner called it up called us up and was like if you guys want to come call a couple friends fly in here wow get on the boat the crew's already there the food's there wow it'll yeah that's pretty the cool. gas is yeah it's good to go that's, so, the, that's the way to do it so we didn't know when it was going to happen and then one day we got the phone call if, so. if that's in your price range i would say that's the way to cruise <laughs> on a 150 foot yacht so. it was great uh, but I, i've always been told because really i mean that's uh, except for you know the florida keys and and maybe the gulf coast a little bit the bahamas was my first experience of really cruising and so everybody always said, don't rush through it. It's some of the best cruising ground in the world. You'll, don't take advantage. Don't take it for, for granted, right? You'll, True. You'll, you're kind of missing when it's gone. And the Bahamas is huge. It's huge. Oh, yeah. So you can keep going back and seeing different things. Yeah, I mean, people cruise there for years. I mean, they just that's all they do is they cruise season after season in the Bahamas because there's there's 700 islands in the Bahamas. Yep, fun fact. It's not just a couple of islands. Oh, no, it's 700. 700. And only 30 of them are inhabited. So, you know, you can have your own private island for as long as you like, pretty much. Exactly. I mean, it is pretty cool. Uh, you know, it is nice being around a bunch of other boats because you get the, the camaraderie and the social aspect. But when you want to get away, it's nice just to have your own little island, your own private beach, and all the beaches are gorgeous. And I love it there. I actually looked into like a kayaking tour. Yeah. You can kayak around and then you can camp on these yeah. smaller islands. And yeah, I've seen that. We saw people doing that in Mexico, actually, not too long ago. But uh, and the location, I mean, it's only forty-five miles away from the East Coast. Like Bimini, mm-hmm. Bimini, Miami is forty-five miles. So really, even if you're in a slow boat doing five or six knots, uh, you know, you do have to cross the Gulf Stream. Some people have had problems. I never had. I've crossed the Gulf Stream at least two times now, and I've never had an issue with it. It's always been easy. But just pick your right weather windows, you know. Um, but I mean, you know, you're talking eight hours sailing. You know, it's not, it's not, not far at all. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Watch the weather. Watch the weather. Oh, yeah. Anywhere you go. (laughs) 
it's it's easy to get to from the states sailing wise and also you can fly there pretty easy there's several places you can fly into uh, i think there's i don't know how many flights a day to nassau and to georgetown and various other places yeah uh, free freeport all that it's really easy to get to and like i said it's 45 miles to bimini um which is one of my favorite spots and then you know you got freeport which is not too far one of my trips down there we flew in and then you had to take a little um like a, a shuttle boat to the next island right but you- yeah doesn't have an airport right yeah well that's that's a lot of places there's a like a lot of little islands there will have like staniel key has just a little all they have are like single engine puddle jumpers that come over from nassau and stuff like that it's kind of fun too because one of my trips there the plane that we had was too big for the runway where we're going so they had to swap out planes. really did they yeah yeah but and the weather is always pretty good there you can get uh it can get a little cool in the winter but you never really need more than a light jacket um the water temp can be kind of cool though, uh, especially in the winter time. You know, December, January. Um, have you did you do much swim? What time of year were you there doing that cruise? Um, that was spring break time. Okay, so, so it, it was, was starting great to warm up. Yeah. Too. <laughs> but I mean, you know, but that, that's, it's not cold like it is in the states and all that. I mean, it's it's you know, like it's the same latitude. A lot of it is of Miami, so it's similar weather to Miami. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you've ever been there, um, it it does have what they call the Christmas winds, though. Uh, it can be pretty strong. Uh, we were there, uh, you know, December, January, and there was a couple times where we had to go find, you know, we knew the weather was, you know, what you hide get, from the wind. Yeah, basically, we knew it was coming, um, and it was well predicted and all that, but we mm-hmm. were seeing 30, 40 knot winds, so you have to go hide from the winds in a right. nice anchorage and all that. Uh, and it'll sustain that for three or four days or more sometimes. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens a lot. I, well, I mean, I guess it happens, but I mean, that's just not what I envisioned. Well, I mean, it, it, it happens everywhere. We were just in, yeah. in Mexico, and it was the same thing. We had to hide for three or four days from the wind. It just happened. Christmas winds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it has the trade winds. Um, the winds are almost always, very rarely, if there's some kind of like pressure system that moves through, you see a difference. But the winds are almost always out of the east or southeast. Uh, and so it's very... You know, you you can just you can adjust your sailing to that. You can always sail on the leeward side. So we'll get more than that anyway. But uh, the, you know, the geography of the Bahamas it's is beautiful. It is, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous because it's there's several really large shallow banks. I mean, most of the Bahamas is really shallow, like ten mm-hmm. to ten to ten to twenty feet. Right. And so, and it's real sandy. And so you have shallow water and a sandy bottom, and it's just gorgeous. You get that beautiful turquoise blue. Yeah, clear turquoise crystal blue. Crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. It really is just gorgeous. But, uh, you know, as far as the islands themselves, they're all kind of short and scrubby. Um, there's no forests. A couple, well, I think they used to have some forests on, like, Freeport and stuff like there's that. There's just, like, a lot of, like, dry bushes and yeah. stuff in some places. And mm-hmm. I don't think they get a lot of rain there, and so that's probably why part of why it's scrubby. And the sand, it's real sandy, you know, so it's probably not the best for growing things. Right. So that's why you get that. But you have these really long island chains, uh, you know, like a couple hundred miles long. And there'll be, you know, dozens or if not hundreds of islands in these chains. And they're, you know, no island is more than a quarter or half a mile apart, you mm-hmm. know. And so it's just really cool. You can sail very short sail legs and all that. So that leads to the sailing aspect of going there. Uh, like I said, I mean, most islands are only, you know, half a mile apart or less. Uh, and, but most island groups are not more than about 60 miles from each other. Right. Um, you have, you know, you have like the Exumas, you have the, uh, wow, gosh, I forget the Andros Islands and all this stuff, but they're all island chains and, uh, but they're not, they're not more than about 60 miles apart. So mm-hmm. you don't have to do these long open ocean stretches to get there. Right. Which makes it nice. 
Well, it's a good place to learn too. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there are there are short little legs. Yeah, exactly. Where you learn that well. But like Bimini, the Berry Islands is about sixty miles. You know, Berry Islands to Nassau is sixty miles. Nassau to the Exumas is sixty miles. And each one of those have these island chains that are really nice to be to. And they are nice long island chains, so it's easy to stay on the leeward side of the island. There you go. Well, so leeward, we got windward and leeward. So windward, you're on the windy, windy side, side of the island, and then the leeward, you're Sheltered. Sheltered. From yeah. the wind. Yes. So it's it's nice. You can be sailing in like 15, 20 knots of wind, but you're only a mile offshore on the leeward side. So you're in, it might be a little choppy, but you're not in like big seas or anything like that. So it is easy to sail in. But, so another thing is if it's shallow, yeah. then that kind of determines what kind of boat you want to. Right. Most, yeah, you're right. Uh, most of the islands there are really, around the islands are really shallow. Um, when I sailed through there the first time, we had a six and a half foot draft on our CNC, and a lot of people said that's not a good boat for the Bahamas because it is such a deep draft boat. Um, we never had a problem with it, but it was fairly limiting sometimes on where we could go. Mm. Um, so makes sense. Yeah, but like I said, it's easy sailing. The one thing you do have to watch out for, though, mm. strong currents. Strong currents, absolutely, because it is an island chain, and there's very little small gaps between the islands. Right. So when you have the the, the, the tide, water just kind of sucks on through sucks yeah. right through that, that yeah exactly so a lot of the times if you're an anchor in some of these places your boat will swing with the current rather and the tide rather than the wind so you have oh, to keep okay. that in mind when you're anchoring um and uh but there are, it's not just for sailing there are lots of trawlers too but i think it's because it is so close to the united states mm -hmm. that it's economical yeah it's economical for somebody to take their trawler over right Right. Um, whereas, you know, taking a trawler down to the Virgin Islands or something from the States, I mean, you got to get... Or just island hopping in general. I mean, mm -hmm. those are big jumps and that's a lot of fuel. That's a lot of fuel, exactly. So, Because, you know, your tanks are like hundreds of gallons. Yeah, and you got to, you know, you're you using... You got to fill up, yeah, yeah, and you're burning fuel. Well, speaking of expenses, uh, probably the my main gripe about... Uh, <laughs> the Bahamas. About the Bahamas is... Or many people yeah, many would people. agree, the beer is expensive. It is expensive. Uh, and they drink what? Click there? Click, and there's a few other ones um i can't off the top of my head i've gone blank it's been a while well it's too there. expensive you didn't buy it well I mean, <laughs> I yeah exactly i mean you well, we, we very we bought very little we bought rum it's cheap yeah rum is cheap go. like eight nine dollars dollars a bottle but <laughs> eight, nine bottles a dollar what? right yeah it's great <laughs> eight bottles for a dollar it's awesome let's do it uh but i mean so a case of beer and and like in nassau you buy a case of beer 45 dollars. whoa so you want to buy that same case of beer in staniel key it's sixty dollars. What? Well, because they're moving it, you know. I mean, Away from uh, the main island, yeah. I guess. And food is relatively expensive too. Uh, you go out to restaurants because you know they have to import pretty much everything because they don't grow anything there except little gardens and stuff. Right. But what they do have a lot of is conch. Conch, conch everything. Yeah. And actually, when the first time I ever went there, I was not on a boat. We flew in and stayed on like a private island in a house and everything. And we went on little excursions. Well, we'd die for conch, we'd mm -hmm. die for lobster, and we'd go yeah. to there's lots places. Of there's lots of lobster, that's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we just give them whatever we caught and they just make mm -hmm. us food. And and so, uh, you know, be, but, I mean, you, you need to get used to eating conch fritters because they have conch fritters everywhere. Conch fritters are great. They I are. remember them being better when I was a kid. Yeah. They're spicier. They're more conch they're large like they're kind of like hush puppies but they have yeah. conch meat in them but a lot of people just but actually use just, pancake batter and they'd fry them in that now they're smaller and i feel like less conker in them so it's not right <laughs> yeah well i mean so since the food is more expensive there to buy and like in restaurants it means your provisioning is expensive too because mm -hmm, uh, so, everything's shipped in so you gotta add yeah. that extra so i would recommend if you're going to be sailing in the bahamas bring as many provisions as you can with you from the states 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just because it's expensive. Um, and so, you know, kind of related to that is water. They're flat islands. Yeah. So they're they like sandbars. Yeah. Kinda. So, so there aren't ponds, right. rivers, or any of that. I, I think, I don't even know what the average elevation of an of a, of a island there is, but it can't be more than like they 10 feet. They are sea level. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so there's no rivers, streams, and, and lakes or anything. So all their water is RO water, reverse osmosis. So it's, it's seawater that they've turned into fresh water. And so that's expensive to do. Um, so water can be expensive, or uh, ironically enough, it can also be free. Um, like if you go to a marina, almost all the marinas have metered water. So if you fill yeah. up your tanks, um, like I remember in Georgetown one time, we filled up our water tank in the marina and we had, I think we had, I can't remember how many gallons we took. We held 900 liters, whatever that converts to in gallons. And it was 40 cents a gallon for us to fill up water. Water, 40 cents a gallon. And I mean, that's just how expensive it was there. But ironically, in Georgetown, just around the corner, they have at the little market, they have free water. Um, and they do that because they'll bring like your little milk jug kind of Yeah, container. you bring your little jug and then fill it up. But I mean, we were filling up like several hundred gallons. I mean, trying to do that five gallons at a time. <laughs> One at a time. Oh my that God. That would have taken forever. That would have been a workout. Oh yeah. You need like an assembly line of people. <laughs> yeah. But these places will do free water uh, to, to like entice you to shop at their store. Like Black Point is a community that has a free water well. And they have it free for the cruisers because they want cruisers to come into their island and spend their money there. And so it. if they offer free water, they get to do that. So there you, know. you go. And so water is expensive there, and marinas are really expensive too. How expensive is expensive though, buddy? Well, I mean, if here we're in the, paying right now a dollar per foot. Yeah, we're paying less than a dollar a foot, and in the Bahamas, it's two dollars to four dollars a foot. Wow. So, so we have a fifty-foot boat. So right now we're paying fifty to one hundred bucks a night. This would be a hundred to two hundred. Whoa. I mean, just to, you know, a night. So that's just, you know. That's and part just... of going to marinas is to get free water and fill up. But no, but not there. No, no, no. on top of that. Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, we have free water and electricity in there. In Mexico and many other places. And it's, but it's metered. Even the electricity is metered and the marinas there. You know, they're metering you and they're, they're charging you per kilowatt. I don't even remember what it is. but um, mm. So you got to keep that in mind. It, 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 like we were talking about earlier, it's, it's one of the best cruising grounds in the world, but it's also one of the most expensive. It's beautiful. It, it is beautiful. really is. And they Absolutely. take care of it. It's very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, so, you know, but part of the reason it's so nice to be there, not only is it beautiful and clean, but there's a lot of things to do also. We were saying there are 700 islands there, but only 30 of them are in, inhabited. So you can have your own private island easily. So if you want to get away and have your own private beach, and the beaches, like I said, are all gorgeous. The snorkeling is amazing, um, but the scuba diving is, you know, not so great. It's, I mean, it's not just, like there's not a lot of cor- coral reefs, there, there's, or it's just it's shallow. I mean, it's very shallow. I mean, so it might not even be worth it. I mean, yes, yeah, so you're never going to be in more than about 20 feet of water. And and really, yeah, it's great for snorkeling. It's great for it snorkeling. Is shallow. It is and shallow. It's so clear. Yeah, you're you going to see well. You just, just don't need to scuba dive. Exactly. Right. Um, there is not much light nightlife, um, really, because everybody's cruising and everybody goes to, at not, dark. Yeah, seriously, not at all. Any of the places I've gone to, unless if it was Nassau, going into like Nassau, at, Nassau whatever, with Hotel Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, think it's pretty wild there. Yeah, but absolutely. Nowhere else did I hang out mm-hmm. at night after dark. So there are lots of parks and preserves there, like Waterick Wells. Um, I guess they call it a national park there. Have you ever been there? Did you take the boat over there when you were there? I'm not sure. But it's just just it's just this just beautiful place and it's just some of the and it's it's a preserve right so there's no fishing and you got to be careful about what you do and like the dogs got to be on a leash on the beach and stuff like that but it's just such a gorgeous place and it's just so remote and it's amazing i've not been there but i've heard about it yeah it's it's amazing I, the water wells you definitely have stopped there it's amazing 
But and nurse sharks. Those are a ton of nurse sharks. Did, yeah, you, yeah, did yeah. you go swimming with the nurse sharks? Well, I didn't Key? actually swim with them. <clears throat> But uh, I got really close. I was petting one. Yeah. Like, I got down and was petting one. And yeah. I was like, you know what? This might not be smart. <laughs> and then after a while, I saw, like, a family come down with their kids, and they all were in yeah. the water. So I was like, well, if this, these parents will let their kids in the water with them, right. maybe I can get a little bit closer. Yeah, I mean, there are certain areas where they have really tame nurse sharks, and, and they, they you, basically, you don't hand feed them. That'd be stupid. But you throw little pieces of food into right. them, and you can swim around. They'll swim, and you can pet them. I've swum with them. Well, they're stingrays, too. And that's yeah. when I was like, well, that might not be smart, because not some of their barbs are cut off and some yeah. aren't so you don't well, want to step on one of those guys. well yeah but i mean they're in, in georgetown they have these really tame uh uh stingrays and i've hand fed them before they come up and they you put a little piece of conch in your hand and they'll come up and take it off your hand and they're really tame they know they know where their food's coming from so it's really yeah fun. we'll have to do that when we go back but okay but then there's a ton of islands that have just uh, hundreds if not thousands of iguanas now that's crazy so i went to an island with iguanas mm -hmm. right and we came out we had some of our table scraps of lettuce and stuff for the night before walked out on the beach and these lizards just literally just come <laughs> just out of the bushes and run right at you i mean they're hungry they're like hey what's up like yeah. feed me and i was kind of like whoa yeah slow down uh, and they're they can be aggressive i've seen they are aggressive i've seen an iguana bite a lady <laughs> I mean, it was, yes i saw it and like it drew blood i mean i was like wow that, that like, seems a little dirty yeah well know. yeah i yeah. mean i don't i gotta clean that right off yeah but there's you know there's really cool things there like thunderball grotto where they filmed the uh, part of the movie they filmed a lot of Devil actually Center. thunderball in the bahamas but they filmed the grotto there and it's really cool. There's a hole in the top you can jump in through. It's really fun. I would, if you're gonna make a trip to the Exumas, you gotta check. You gotta it out. see it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and they have all kinds of regattas there. Like they have the New Year's Day Staniel Key regatta, and they have regattas everywhere. I love regattas. Mm -hmm. Bobby and I met at a regatta. We did meet at a regatta. We met at the Stir Regatta. In yeah, St. Thomas. St. Thomas. That was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then you know they have all kinds of cruisers net, like especially in Georgetown. It's a big cruising community where you have like they have like happy hours and volleyball and beach parties and you know uh, they you know they'll have like a, a there's a picnic every Wednesday and all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. So there's there's really a lot of fun stuff to do in the Bahamas. Not much nightlife, like I said, um, but, but that's because you're having so much fun on the beach, right. playing volleyball and snorkeling and yeah, all that. Exactly. Um, but you know the, the local people there are super friendly. Oh my gosh, overly friendly. It's yeah. almost like you're part of their family. Yeah. Well, there's been times like they're just really helpful, and I'm like, okay, when's the shoe gonna drop? When are they gonna ask me for money for helping or something? <laughs> and they just don't do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? I mean, like I've been on a few excursions, like jump on a boat and go, you know, swimming for conch or lobster diving. And once that's done, they still kind of hang out with you yeah. and have lunch with you and just. It just doesn't end. They just like yeah. to chill. And and so the cruisers that are there are really fun and nice people too. I've had some of I met some really good friends I still keep in touch with to this day there. Because they come from all walks of life, they're all ages. When I first went cruising, I was expecting you know, I was thirty eight when I first started cruising. I expected to be one of the younger people out cruising. Now you're forty and over yeah, the hell. Hey, <laughs> Okay, 35-year-old, whatever. You're getting close. The day you turn 40, you expect a lot of crap to be yeah, given. Just send me a good, have me a good birthday party. Right. Uh, <laughs> it'll be my birthday, too. I'll be 45, you'll be 40. There you there go. There you go. Um, but That's a lot of birthday candles. a lot. But, but I was really surprised uh, by the amount of younger people. And when I say young, I mean, I'm 40 now, so I mean. Well, it's kind of trendy now. It is. You know, which is kind of cool. Those young people are getting out and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, so I'd, I'd say the average age of a cruiser there is probably 50-ish. Um, there's a lot of early retirees. There's a lot of 
seasonal people. Like I know a lot of people that go home and they work for six months during hurricane season and then they get there on their boat and they go cruise for six months. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I would do that if I lived on the East Coast or something. Even if I didn't live on the East Coast and I didn't have this going on, I would absolutely do that. Well, the older age group might be related to that it's kind of expensive in the Bahamas. It is. You kind of need a few years of savings maybe to... Unless you have enough money. I mean, really to, uh, you know, we're kind of... You need it to live cheaply in the Bahamas for two people cruising is you know twenty five hundred dollars. You're gonna anchor out. Yeah, it's anchoring out every night. I mean, it's it's about twenty five hundred dollars a month is what you need. So, you know, a lot of people. I mean, that's not a whole lot of money, but you know, if what's your retirement income? You know, if you're only making fifteen hundred dollars a month on Social Security, that may be out of your price range. You right. Know? There's a lot of places. There's a lot of places where you can do fifteen hundred dollars a month, no problem. Right. But you know, I would say like. St. Kitts, fifteen hundred. That triples in Eastern Caribbean. Oh, I yeah. mean, that would be a good place. Yeah, but the Bahamas would be a little pricey. So, um, but you know, the community in Georgetown. There's a big cruising net there, and there'll be in, in the peak of cruising season. There'll be 120, 130 boats there, and there, it's a big bay. It's not like they're all in one spot. So they're spread out all over. But there's a cruising net. They're really friendly. They're always coordinating social events and all that. It's a lot of fun, and and I really like it. And because there are so many people that are down there sailing their own boats and they're cruising, there's not many charter boats. Right. That's that's the thing about like the Virgin Islands and all that. It's all, all charter, charter boats. boats. And so yeah. you don't get to know it. You may see the same boat and, it, and the anchorage like, oh, that's that boat so-and-so was on it. Well, it's next week. There's a different group on it. Right. And like their charter boats, they're like, I mean, if you charter for the week, mm-hmm. that's good. You do like a day charter, it yeah. is astronomical. Oh, it's crazy expensive. It's stupid to do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so, but the Bahamas are the, like the end of a lot, end of the line for a lot of cruisers, because it is a big okay. Turks and Caicos from the Bahamas is not that far, but there's only one or two islands in between Turks and Caicos, and they're about 60, 80, 100 miles apart sometimes. And so you have to like it's two or three days of island hopping, you know, 60 miles or 80 miles at mm-hmm. a time. You get to Turks and Caicos, it's there, but then after that, it's the end of the line because it's hard, long sailing. Um, to get down to the Dominican and Puerto Rico and then the Virgin Islands. So mm-hmm. that's why Georgetown, they often call it Chicken Key because, like, well, you're being a chicken, so you turn back and go back the other way. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it is far to Puerto Rico and all that, and it's hard sailing, like I said. They call it the Mona Passage, and it's it's just, uh, gosh, I mean, that, I mean, I did that solo, too, and that was just a <laughs> beating. I'll never do that again. I know people that have watched my videos or our videos have been, you know, <laughs> They kind of give me crap because I think I mentioned in that video, I will never do this again. I will never do this again. <laughs> like 18 times. Doing a little chant. Well, because they have the trade winds coming out of the southeast and you're trying to go directly southeast. So you can't, you got to beat into it. So you're, you're tacking the whole time and you get in these big seas because there's a little, I mean, it's like two or 300 miles wide, uh, that channel. So you have all this weather and wind piping through there. It's just like a wind tunnel and it's awful. It's such a beating. But, you know, that's why many people just turn around and cruise the Bahamas seasonally because it's not hard. It's easy. Gotcha. So, so, you know, I, I miss the place. I'm ready to go. I would love to go back. You talk about it a lot. I do. You actually recommend it to a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it, if, if you're going to go cruising for your first time, I highly recommend the Bahamas and the Exumas doing that. Like, just to try it out. I mean, because no harm, no foul, right? If you go, that's the great thing, too, uh, is a lot of people will get their boat and they'll start sailing south. They make it to the Virgin Islands. They make it to Dominica or something like that. Well, once you get down there and you're decided, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, <laughs> or I'm out of money. Or I'm out or of money. <laughs> then then t- it's, your boat is worth a lot less there than it is in the United States. So if you just want to go cruise the Bahamas, you take a six-month season, and you're like, I'm going to go cruise the Bahamas. I see if I like it. If I don't like it, I'll come back to the United States and sell my boat. It's easy to get there and back in a season. No problem. If you don't like it, you can sell the boat, try something different. 
but other places is not that same way. So it's easy to get back. Um, I'm looking forward to going back, but it'll be a long time till we do I that. mean, I don't really want to talk about the Caribbean because like I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> it's going to be like years. But we're in Mexico. I'm like, oh, the water is much different. Yeah, the water's prettier, I think, in the Bahamas for sure. It's, it's the, 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 the water, I, hands down, the prettiest water I've ever seen in my cruising career so far is the Exumas in the Bahamas. I would agree. Uh, it's gorgeous. So um, looking forward to get back. But all right, guys, so hopefully this one helped you out deciding if you want to cruise the Bahamas. I, my recommendation is you can't go wrong with the Bahamas. You can't. Just give it a shot, try it, and you'll like it. Yeah, I've been there quite a few times. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I mean, there's 700 islands. It never gets old. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You, I mean, it would take you, I don't know how yeah, long. Yeah, you can't possibly see it all on oh, one trip. There's yeah, no I way. mean, you would have to do it in three or, you could probably, it would take you three or four seasons to get to every little island chain in there. Mm -hmm. And I've only done like two different island chains in there, you know, so the Berry Islands and the Exumas, of course, Nassau and all that stuff, but. Well, yeah. when we go back, I'd like to do some kayaking and like pub tenting. Pub, pub tenting? Little, whatever, what'd pub, I say? Pub tenting? We're not going to be. I said pub. I think like you said puppy. Pub, pub, like is in a pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Really, Bobby? Well, I mean, you know, I know you very well. And that's that's the way to make it sound like. But anyway, but so hopefully that helps, guys. And uh, we want to say thanks to Gulf Charters Thailand uh, for helping make this possible. Of course, Island Spirits. And you guys, the patrons, we could not do this without you. Um, so please help us out uh, and check out our YouTube videos. Yes, please. And also, it really helps us out here if you like these podcasts and want us to keep going with them. We've had pretty good response so far. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, if you would not, please rate it and give it a review with whatever provider you're watching it from or listening it from. And also give us ideas. Yes, I like to know what subjects. So in that comment, we do are interested We in do it. read the comments and the reviews on the podcast. So like if you if there's some subject that you want covered, it gives us direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure what the next topic will be. We might just go to the start talking about the Virgin Islands stuff like that one or unless something pops I'd up. I say we should kind of go in order. Go in order. Bahamas, yeah, and then kind of All right. Work so our way the next the, the next two or three podcasts will be different cruising areas. So we'll probably do the Virgin Islands next, and then we'll head over, and then we'll do like uh, deeper in the Caribbean. Or I haven't really been there, so I can't talk. You've about gone it too as much. far as St. Martin, St. Martin, and I know St. Kitts, and okay. I've been a couple places south okay. of there. But all know. right, so we'll kind of get in court. We'll do the Virgin Islands and all that next, and and those and those the Northern Caribbean islands, and then maybe we'll hit Mexico after that. So yeah, or the West Coast. The West Coast, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on down the track. Yeah.